Warning, the following program contains adult language, adult themes, and spoilers. Viewer discretion is advised. and welcome to this week's episode of this week's episode i am your host evan goldstein and with me as always is the undercover agent karen rendazzo whatever farm animal of war lana shut up (laughs) and the secret operative chris rendazzo it's like comparing apples to nazi oranges (laughs) (laughs) this is episode 82 for the week of may the 10th and it was my choice this week. I chose Archer, season two, episode nine, the placebo effect. But before we get into that, here is your weekly reminder that you oh. can email us at mail at geekade.com. <laughs> I'm trying not to laugh through this. Let us know what you think of the show, what shows we should be watching. And let's be honest, it's the internet. So tell us what we're doing wrong. Because any and all feedback is welcomed and appreciated. Now, you see, I did that because I figured Chris won't figure out how I do it, so I might as well just adjust my ways to Chris's and make it easier for him. (laughs) (laughs) I, unfortunately, was absent last week, and I apologize, guys. But, you know, health shit. Hey, we're we're happy to fill in, you know. Guys, Next time I'm absent from Stone Age Gamer, you should totally take my place. I, yeah. And don't tell Dan. <laughs> Just start it. Just start it. And and you do it like, you know, don't don't try to do what I do. You do what you do on this week's episode. You know, spoiler alerts for video games that are 30 years old. <laughs> I'm I'm up for that. I will I, I will take that bet. Huh. So when uh, two weeks ago, when we were recording, I can't even remember how long ago that was, but um, I was worried about talking about this episode. Now, this is one of my favorite episodes of this show. It's hilarious. But I felt it might be too Archer. <laughs> well, I, it's not that it's too Archer. It's like there's a... There's it's not easy to make cancer funny. No, no, it isn't. And like they cover the 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 gambit of racism and inappropriate. Like so, Irish, Mexican, Portuguese, I think, Nazis. Hmm. I think that's I think that's all the cultural ones that they covered. It, it's like if you look at lists as I don't, this is like within the top five rated episodes on all of them, somewhere within the top five. And I, I don't, I, I think I should feel bad at how funny I found this episode. Well, if you feel bad, then I think we all need to feel bad. bad. (laughs) We're all just terrible people. (laughs) But I think that's just the point of Archer is you laugh at it. You're a terrible person. Yeah, that's probably true. I mean, like, the basis, I I was doing a rewatch, and when this episode started, I it fully clicked about the whole cancer thing. Like, I forgot, like, that was a plot line. And yeah, me too. <laughs> we started watching this episode, I was like, oh yeah, I forgot about the whole Archer had cancer thing. That and that, um, the, the scientist, uh, Krieger was possibly a clone of Hitler. That was also funny as hell to me. <laughs> the I don't they don't worry about the line. Nope. Ever. No. Like they nope. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so the yeah, the basis of this episode is Archer has breast cancer and he's 
supposedly taking medication to help him with that. And it turns out that he is being duped. And he is taking sugar pills and an IV of Zima. And my favorite line throughout this entire episode is when Krieger you know, sticks the and looks at it and goes, nope, this isn't whatever medication it's supposed to be. And then Archie yells at him, well, what the hell is it? And he goes, an educated guess? Zima? I snorted. I was laughing so hard. This show, no matter what episode I watch, makes me laugh consistently. I mean, how many? Had ten seasons now? No, I think we're in like seven or eight. Seven right? Or eight. I don't. Do, do I'm already on the IMDb page. Of uh, course, my computer is thinking real hard about that fact. <laughs> I think that uh, no matter season what episode, ten is next year. Next year. Oh. Okay, so we just finished up season or, nine. Actually, no season. What? Oh, season I know nine? it just got renewed for a bunch of seasons. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's Let's what see. It was. Where are we now? Season okay, seven. season eight is the current season. Okay. I said seven or eight. I and think that's, that's true that uh, early in the series run that any episode you watch makes you like laugh consistently. Uh, there, was, there were some parts of Archer Vice that were a little rough to get through. Not that they weren't funny, but they weren't as good as the early seasons. Every show has to have a lull, especially yeah. after so many seasons. But still, yeah. if that's as if that's as low as it gets, yeah, and it I'm was not still hilarious. I'm not saying it wasn't good. I'm just saying it was, you know, it did it does not, you know, maintain that standard throughout its run. It has impressively covered many, I don't know, genres of television as well because like you said they they did vice they went back to like the, it felt like they went into the 50s is that it was that what the I most think that's what's happening was? now we're not watching the current season we're I think we're it's the 20s though I oh, think is it it's the like 20s Archer and yeah. Noir <laughs> like <laughs> this is this is supposed to be current times allegedly and it goes all over the place and Specifically, let's just talk. Archer's a phenomenal show. Very, very, very entertaining. Just be prepared to be, I don't know, disappointed in yourself if you enjoy it too much. This episode in particular, he is being given fake medication and he decides to go on a rampage to get those that have switched out the medication. <laughs> We find out he has a friend. What's her name? Rosie? Is that the, Ruth, the little I think. Ruth? It's an old woman name. And I, it seems to me, and correct me if you guys feel differently, that he is doing all of this allegedly for her and to go on a killing rampage. Like, those are like the two top reasons. Yeah, that's the thing about Archer is that he's like 98% swagger, bravado, alcohol, inappropriate humor, all that kind of stuff, and oh, and violence. Yes. And then like 2% actual incredibly decent human being. <laughs> and that's why you you don't have to hate yourself for liking the show because every, you know, every so often it'll remind you of that, that he's actually a good person underneath all of this nonsense. And yeah, I agree. I I agree. That's that's correct. And the 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 relationship beats like there is a whole undercurrent in this episode of his mother looking through like photo albums, trying to you know prove that she had a loving relationship with her son. And it's all pictures of you know monumental moments in Archer's life. And the the butler's there. She's like she's not in his life at all and I think that shows why he became the guy he is today mm-hmm. you know that that weird weird relationship that the two of them have and then if you want to f- flip that around then he ends up having a really strange relationship with Lana as well where like she hates him but she also loves him 
I think because he's a terrible person, but he's also a good person, and she cares about him. I think in in the late like this season that's on now, I think they actually have a kid together. Yes, they do. Oh my god! Anywho, when she, was, when she got a contact high while she was out in the car, Ooh, <laughs> do you have snacks? Me up. <laughs> oh shit! I'm high. <laughs> The, 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 my, this, my favorite scene is when he is questioning the Irish, the first round of questioning the Irish mob. (laughs) 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 Who is in charge of this gang? (laughs) Cock flavored spit. I don't know. But weirder things have shown up on the big board. <laughs> He's basically playing the feud. Which <laughs> and the other team is labeled Janitorios. <laughs> just magnificent. <laughs> oh, uh-huh. but and like the kicker is he he finds the real medication within I don't know eight minutes of of episode. And then proceeds to take his dosage, which... Yeah, just let's do chemotherapy right here. It's not going to be nothing. I I think it fades to black for half a second, and the next scene is him throwing up. And, of course, she's videotaping the entire thing, which is just... I don't... the, The show makes light and funny of stuff that really isn't supposed to be light and funny like cancer this this entire episode is is making you laugh at the 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 situation that he and whatever rose or whatever her name ruth that they both have cancer and he's striving to get medication that's it that's the crux of the episode but the shit storm that is surrounding all of that is rampage is, uh, is rampage <laughs> when he's she's like are you ready to do this and he's rampage jumps out of the car and his IV bag gets stuck <laughs> little help little help it's it shouldn't be as funny as it is like I shouldn't be laughing I have you know I have experience with that you guys have experience with that it's not funny but Every comedic thing. Now, nah, let's not say every comedic thing. A lot of the things that you laugh at in this show, not necessarily just this episode, the show, are things you're not supposed to be laughing at. And again, like, at the root of this, you know, at, there, there's the whole rampage that he's going on for the whole episode. And, uh, there, you know, it's incredibly violent and... A lot of, Oof. you know, vulgar humor in it and, you know, whatever, say what you want about whether or not you should or shouldn't laugh at those things. But the whole reason he's doing those things is because the people he's going after are way worse. Like, can you imagine worse bad guys than people who are making a profit by depriving cancer patients of their medication? Exactly. And that's why it's okay to laugh. Yeah, he may be bad. He may be bad, but he's doing it for a good reason. It's getting another lovable scoundrel. He's, you know, Han Solo for the twenty first century. Okay, I'll I'll agree with that. So the much rest of the- more violent, racist, awful Han Solo. <laughs> every every character shows up in just about every episode, but this one specifically, and they all have their their little like points of levity like there's really very few solid storylines going on it's just the one but the little thing with you know Cyril and and Krieger and Pam and and uh, Cheryl. Cheryl like they just they're just moments that like I can't explain why it's funny but it is because she, she, Cheryl just keeps saying duh and doesn't know why she's saying duh or what 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 she's referencing when she says duh. And that in all honesty shouldn't shouldn't be really that funny. But it is. The the, the, the A lot of the, that's the, in that actress's delivery too. The timing and the delivery, all of it is spot on. 
especially um, the mother, Mallory. Mm-hmm. Oh, she she is a timing genius. That woman. I'm glad that we we got to talk about this show because I have I must have done at least two rewatches in in, in its entirety, and then every once in a while, like when there's nothing else to watch, I'll throw on an episode, and no matter how many times I see them, it it's still I must there's an episode where um Archer I think Cyril and Pan no Ooh, it's Lana. They go out to go find an assassin on a, like a snowy mount like they're doing like mountain climbing in the snow and I, I must have seen this episode seven, eight times, and there is a scene where Cyril, like he did, he didn't bring the gum or something. It's stupid little jokes that are consistently over and over funny, no matter how many times I see them. It 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 might be a soft spot I have for this show, but it is I what think, it is. <laughs> I think it has a really high rewatch value. It 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 doesn't lose anything you can you can have seen it as many times as you want it's still gonna make you laugh every time i see the episode where they like hammer danger zone into the ground i just can't <laughs> stop laughing i cannot when he just yells her name until she acknowledges that him and danger zone oh my god it kills me <laughs> i'm gonna start uncontrollably laughing now on the podcast just thinking about it <laughs> It's funny because I I remember I didn't like this show all that much at first because I had this kind of I had this kind of idea in my head of what the show was going to be based mm-hmm. on uh, the the commercials I had seen for it and who was in it and I was really really I had this really built up in my head of what the show was going to be and it's pretty different from that initial vision I had I thought it was going to be a different kind of funny. But once okay. I kind of uh, got that out of my head and started appreciating it for what it is, it's way better than I could have possibly imagined it being. It's so much better than what I was initially disappointed it wasn't. Uh, and it's it's so smart and so stupid at the same time. It's remarkable <laughs> how the, the comedy can run the gamut from just being like really clever to... <laughs> what Karen just said where he's just yelling Lana danger zone (laughs) one of my all time favorite running gags in this in this what seven seasons now is that what we said seven or eight seasons eight eight when people call Sterling's cell phone his 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 (laughs) voicemail (laughs) (laughs) ha ha like how did yeah. they know? <laughs> and and the the way, the way they've gone around on phrasing, where they used Are we not it doing this? so Are we doing much this anymore? <laughs> that it then became a joke as to whether or not they were still doing phrasing. <laughs> there was half a season they kept saying, "We're bringing back phrasing." I'm telling yeah. you, we have to bring back phrasing. <laughs> they ran it into the ground, and then they ran it in the ground so hard it became funny again, like that stupid uh, Peter Griffin thing where he, you know, is clutching his knee and paid for ten minutes. <laughs> and the last thing I'm going to mention is one of my favorite aspects of this show is that half of the characters or the half of the cartoon characters have striking resemblances to their live voices like chris parnell's character animated has a striking resemblance to chris parnell i could see that and i think jessica walter too looks like mallory h john benjamin not so much not even (laughs) close (laughs) aisha tyler too yeah 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 the the episode because <laughs> they would pretty much be able to do a live action Archer with the voice cast, yeah, with the exception should. of H. John Benjamin. <laughs> they should. Oh my God, they should though. <laughs> One of the better episodes. It was the beginning of a season. I don't remember. It was you know episode talking one about of, the Bob's Burgers thing. The Bob's Burgers episode. <laughs> oh my goodness, it was uh, so much fun because like 
I would watch most of those go, I can't. It's Sterling. Or it, that's Bob's voice. It's And when they merge those two universes together, oh, such joy in my If heart. only we could get a little Coach McGurk action in there. <laughs> yes, Coach McGurk. And the can of veggies. <laughs> As a weird thing, just sitting off to the side, mouthing inappropriate things. <laughs> I love this show. I really do. And I... I if... Okay, if you have a, an iffy sense of humor, like if you get offended easily at all, this is not the show for you. But if but, you do... This is not the podcast for you, really. Exactly. <laughs> You're probably not listening to this. True. Valid point. It's it's at points rough, but oh, so much fun. So entertaining. <sighs> all right, I feel better now. I, I was good. holding that that stuff in for a couple of weeks i was so worried <laughs> when i watched this episode again and i was like man is this what my my sense of humor has gotten to like is, is this is this who i am i'm like nah i laugh at everything it's okay it's fine so all right let us take a quick break because we have news to talk about in the second half so stay tuned in the latest episode of our gaming podcast, Dave and Jangus review Amonkhet, talk about upcoming product launches, and weigh in on the new banned restricted lists. After that, our heroes discuss the last of the large unearthed arcana drops and speculate about a sixth edition of D&D, as well as the new deck building D&D game. Finally, the guys talk about some of their favorite CCGs outside the realm of Magic the Gathering. If you understood any or all of that, don't miss You Shall Not Pass Go, episode 15, New Card Smell. You guys, it's already May, which means it's almost time to roll down the windows and crank up the tunes. But what should you listen to? Geekade's music writer Janelle Hawks has the answer. In her latest post, she tells us all about new releases from At the Drive-In, Paramore, Rascal Flats, and Lana Del Rey, among others. Find out what you'll be listening to all summer long and turn it up. New releases for May 2017. Located in the Think Tank. Aw, jeez. Have you seen the FX show Fargo that's set in the same world as the 1996 movie of the same name, but isn't about any of the same characters? Oh, yeah. Chip Garrison takes a look at the threads that connect each season of the anthology series and the film that inspired it. Oofta. Should you check out the Welcome to the FCU, the Fargo Cinematic Universe? You betcha! Earth Day just recently passed, and that got Dawn Blake thinking about the intersections between her geeky passions and the environment. Read all about how she inspired her students to reduce, reuse, and recycle, while also exposing them to an excellent animated classic. Find out more in Anime and the Environment, Princess Mononoke. You can catch all this great stuff plus tons of other articles, videos, podcasts, and more right now at geekade.com. Senior Chris. Yes. Is it time? Uh, it will be as soon as I get my timer up and running. Yes, it is time for the Dragon Ball Super 60 Second Summary here on geekade.com. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I feel like you petered out there for a second, but whenever you are ready to go, sir. And go. Okay, so finally, after all this time, I finally get to see Goku go uh, uh, get Ten to Tenshihan to, to join the team. And so he goes to go get him, and he finds out that Tien started a dojo, and that Master Roshi is chilling out at that dojo. And Master Roshi is chilling out at that dojo to pick up chicks, because Master Roshi is a dirty old man. So he goes there, and this girl finally shows up at his dojo, and is all like, oh yeah, I just want to learn about martial arts and stuff. But it turns out that she actually went to the Crane Academy, which is where Tien was when he was originally a bad guy in the original Dragon Ball, and she wanted revenge on Tien for doing some shit way back in the original Dragon Ball, and she put these little curse things on everybody, including 
including including Master Roshi. And when uh, Goku showed up to try to help Tien stop all this this business, uh, Master Roshi went nuts and showed his actual true potential that he hasn't been holding back. And he's actually really freaking strong, which is so awesome. So they both agreed to join the team, and now they have the entire team together. The next episode is going to be all about Gohan versus Goku. It's going to be great. The end. So did, is, okay. Thank you, Chris. You're welcome. Is, is that, were you correct in your latter, you know, summation after you did your thing? This was not the episode of action-packed excitement that you were hoping for? Well, this is the one that I've been hoping for for a while. I wanted to see okay. him recruit Tien, but the tournament isn't going to start for like at least another week because they would have been like they did one episode for all the different characters he was recruiting. Now they're going to have one more episode of just Goku, Goku fighting Gohan because why the fuck not? And then they're going to do they're going to get to the tournament, but it's going to be at least another episode past that before the tournament actually begins. Holy shit! All right, thank you. No problem. <laughs> Live the dream. And we are back. Thank you so much for paying attention to the commercials and getting caught up with some Dragon Ball. I sort of zone out every once in a while. Anywho, let's talk some news. Um, I Like, okay. This trailer, this, this Defenders trailer... Was just awful. <laughs> makes it okay that Iron Fist was what it was. For me, at least. Still digging Iron Fist. Not gonna lie to you. <laughs> God damn it. I thought they did a, a, a great job. The, the trailer for the new Defenders Netflix series released this week, I think it was, right? Like, late last week? Um... It was our. It was like right after we recorded or something. It was the next morning, I think. Okay, um, and you know, as trailers go, looks like they're doing a good job. The, I the... give it six fire emojis, <laughs> one for each <laughs> defender, and then one for Misty Knight and one for Claire Temple. Hot, hot, hot! Nice. I'd even uh, throw another one at uh, Foggy Nelson, even though he wasn't in the trailer. Oh, I just freaking love Foggy. I love Foggy. I was Foggy's looking great. at one of these stupid lists that was like was online listicles. Like, here's things the MCU did worse than Iron Fist. Like, you think Iron Fist was bad? Look at all this other stuff. And the number one thing on the list that was, according to these people, the worst thing the MCU has done was Foggy Nelson. Oh, like come on. on the show or on all of the MCU. They think that the treatment, the the adaptation of uh, Foggy Nelson on Daredevil is worse than everything else the MCU wow, has done. That, well, that person's wrong. Just objectively incorrect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wrong. Not <laughs> <laughs> ah, wrong. Target, dumbass. I mean, the list had a couple of low, low points, like, I- you know, and obviously it had a couple of smart things, like they killed off Crossbones, like, as a suicide bomber, basically. That was dumb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that uh, was bad call. You know, Mads Mikkelsen's character basically not having much going on in Doctor Strange, I guess. Sure, why not? No worse than most of the other villains in the MCU. But Foggy was... Except the villain in Guardians 2, which is awesome. (laughs) Guardians 2 is great. Back to the Defenders. (laughs) Back to the Defenders, which we saw a portion of the trailer before uh, Guardians, which was really cool to see. Oh, really? They they actually showed it on the big screen. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Um... What I liked about it was the fight choreography looked much better. Especially, mm. like, there's one scene where they're fighting in a hallway, shockingly yeah. enough. <laughs> Who would have guessed? Um, and they're act- they're, the, they're fighting, I don't want to say around each other, but they are. And it the, from what I see, it's, you know, real quick, but it looked flawless. It looked seamless, which... I can't say the same for Iron Fist. So that I was who was talking, who I was talking to about that. But I was, I heard from somebody that a lot of the Iron Fist, like the, the fight choreography was learned like maybe a half an hour before they actually yeah. filmed it. Like it was all rushed because of so. defenders. Yep. Yes. That, and that was a, that was a mistake. 
Yeah. Um, there was it someone. It doesn't bug me. I, I haven't noticed anything with the fight choreography where I've thought like, oh, that's not realistic enough. But I don't really pay that close attention mm-hmm. to that stuff. I just think fighting looks cool. <laughs> there was there was just one scene in particular in an Iron Fist. He, they, he was fighting. I don't know if you've seen it all, but at one point in time, he's fighting a guy in like a records room. You know, lots of shelves, oh, yeah, yeah. lots of boxes, mm-hmm. and there is a total of like eighty-seven cuts in a minute of fighting. <laughs> like in, in like Daredevil, they did just shy of a minute and a half with two cuts, and it was when they passed through a wall. Like it still looked seamless. Like that's that was the difference for me. This, on the other hand. This trailer shows that they actually took some time, maybe got the guy some training, and it looks much, much better, more and seamless. Like, these characters all like the the big question is how well are these actors all going to work together. Like, how are these characters going to bounce their personalities off of one another? And it turns out really good. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. The, all, the, the interactions really well that we got to see in the trailer, they have really good chemistry. Yeah. So, yet again, another Netflix Marvel show that I have high hopes for. There's another shocking statement. I never thought I'd say that again. Really, not for nothing. Ever, ever like Marvel is really like knocking it out of the park with all their MCU stuff. Shield has just been so freaking good. Um, Iron Fist, like, yeah, it, it's not flawless, but it's still pretty good. Mm-hmm. And I mean. Guardians 2 was great. Doctor Strange was really good. All the movies they got coming out look great. Like Thor and Spider-Man Homecoming both look awesome. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Boy, I wish they'd get their comics together. <laughs> yeah. That's that's another story for another podcast. Uh, later uh, on... Um, go ahead. Go ahead. Later on, we have a, a, um, a news article that I threw up there late. I don't know if you guys took a look at it, but it's about the Inhumans. And... Uh, oh, yeah. Spoiler. It made me happier than I have been about for, for about this show. So we'll get into that in a little bit. Um, okay. So I'm trying to understand this next article that, that you posted up there, Karen. Doctor Who oh, Series yeah. 10, Knock Knock character, is Classic Companion's grandson. Yep. Now, okay. Series 10 is now. Yes. And... Series 10 Knock Knock character is classic companion. So it's a one-off character in just an episode? Yes. Okay. That's where I was getting a little lost. All right. So what is – I read this article and apparent, did did it say that they cut it out? They um, – <laughs> like, it, it was – yeah, this article wasn't super well written, but um, – <laughs> What happened was, uh, apparently, early in the development of the script, there was more to this character. He, in the line stated in the episode about his grandfather having gone backpacking, um, whatever, on the Great Wall of China. Mm-hmm. But supposedly there was more to that story where he talk- also talked about his other grandfather. And his other grandfather, who got cut from the script, was Harry Sullivan, who was a... Um, classic series companion with the fourth doctor gotcha okay so yeah i mean it wasn't in the episode but it was you know it was intended by the writers just you know that bit didn't make it in but that doesn't mean that this kid wasn't he's still that guy's grandfather we just didn't learn that actually by watching it and you know there was a statement in here that bothered me because they they said that they cut it because oh all right it was the decade that in 2017 people might not remember one companion from 40 odd years ago so it got cut if any show <laughs> has fans that will remember a companion from 40 odd years ago it's doctor it's, who it's this one exactly <laughs> i disagreed with that as well i disagreed with the logic to cut it i mean i get it especially in that episode which we watched uh this past weekend when it was aired uh the <laughs> the episode was basically full of all the one-off characters were 
this bunch of millennials. Um, oh. Yeah. It was not okay. my favorite episode. If you would like to find out more, read my Time and Relative <laughs> Dimension spoilers column on geekhead.com. Um, but yeah, there was a bunch of millennials, and so I felt like a nice balance to that would have been, oh, hey, here's something for you old people who remember where this show has come from to like contrast Re- all this, you know. Remember your roots. Exactly. Um, and contrast these these young people who have an attention span of five minutes yeah um but they left it out but i thought it was cool out of that you know the writers are you know getting the chance to recognize or pay tribute to what they loved from the original series as they're writing the new series which that's that's kind of cool let's cover uh all of the doctor who news in one shot so i'm gonna skip around um i did like this it's one of the it's the last article that you posted um you can listen to 30 hours of doctor who adventures right here it's it's a link in a for an article about um big finish productions and about this kid who who made a play a spotify playlist of all the audio dramas i guess they are Mm -hmm. so there was a series I don't is do we have any idea how many there were of the uh, radio dramas? No, but there somewhere sti- in the thousands, right? And it's I, still going. Yeah, they're, they're still, still making big Holy finish dramas. Shit. Oh yeah, I didn't it's realize they were huge. still doing it. Oh so, yeah, like that's and they still do it with like the old actors and stuff, right? Like they'll, a lot of them. Yeah, they'll get like Paul McGann to do Paul one McGann- or. Paul McGann has done a lot of them. If you yeah. read, I don't know if it's this article or another one that I read about this, but like the person who wrote it was recommending the eighth doctor um, audio dramas in particular, because Mm -hmm. you get to learn so much about that, more about that character because you only got to see him in one episode. Well, yeah. One in that little special before the the anniversary. So it's basically like all of the character development for that character has been done in the big finish dramas. That is that is really cool. Now it's uh, allegedly they're not. Um, what is that called? Where the incontinuity or? They're yeah. They're not, not no, that's not what I'm looking for. That's canon. not the phrase. Canon. That's the word I'm looking for. But it doesn't really matter because most of the time, someone who's doing something for fan sake is going to stay true to the characters. Mm-hmm. So it might as well be canon. Yeah, kind of basically. They seem to range anywhere from five to twelve minute tracks, and some of the stories have like five, six tracks to them. So you're getting hours upon hours upon hours of more Doctor Who stuff, which that is really, really cool, uh, new and original. Like this is not just retelling of stories that appeared on television. There's certain shows that I would really like to see that happen to. Speaking yeah. of, <laughs> that is what we call a segue, people. A professional segue. Well, you got to pull it off first. Uh, I totally forgot about Torchwood. Oh, how can you forget about Torchwood? Some I of it t- was so good. <laughs> <laughs> you like how I did that. <laughs> I do. I do. Apparently, this company is Big Fish, Big Finish Audio is doing a season, a series five for Torchwood. I, Which I love. I It's a good idea. I wish it may... It, I, like, it's making me now want to go back and watch Torchwood again. Yeah. Uh, no. Don't? <laughs> is it, remember it fondly like I do now in my uh, head? Do you watch, remember it fondly? Watch, watch some of it. Not all of it. Yeah. Don't watch the first season. The okay. second season I liked... The third season was amazing. Okay. Which one was the third season? Was that Children Mir- of Earth? Children of Earth, yeah. Children of Earth was pretty cool. Miracle Day was such a good concept, <laughs> um, and, and such a fucking shit show, and such great <laughs> Bill Pullman. Um, <laughs> you're changing your pants. <laughs> <laughs> you're changing your pants. God, I love you, Miles's accent. 
Oh god, and that's just it. Like, why they kill everybody? Like, why they kill everybody? It was like all this. They finally made those characters interesting, and then they killed everybody. And there's in in this season five, they're supposedly bringing back somebody who is definitely dead. Um, which the this writer, who is the Doctor Who writer for Nerdist, says. Uh, that if it's not Yanto, he'll eat his hat made of a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, it's got to be Yanto because Yanto was awesome. Like, they killed off Owen and Tosh. I was like, all right, that sucks, but I'll live. But, like, it's got to be Yanto and uh, whatever. What the hell is her name? Gwen? Gwen, yeah. It's got to be those two and Captain Jack, at least. Mm hmm. I liked the the whole concept of Torchwood was so interesting, and they just could not get their heads out of their asses. It just <laughs> it had to be edgy. There's like, no, we can't just tell stories and have it be good. It's got to be edgy. Throw more gay sex in there. Throw more weird sex stuff in there. It's got to be edgy, guys. And that's the same stench I get off of class. Like I haven't seen much of it, but it's the same. Just just oozing stench I get off of class. Like, there's probably this really great skeletal structure there that they're just, like, smearing all this edginess on. I don't know why BBC thinks there needs to be a dark, gritty, edgy Doctor Who, but somebody there really doesn't want to let that idea go, and it bugs me. Because Torchwood was so interesting. Mm. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> Anyway, yay new ah. Torchwood. Yay new Torchwood she's series five. Uh, I don't. Where can you get this? Uh, I, I would. You, I, I, you I would buy just, them. Okay. From Big Finish. Okay. The season will be broken up into three chunks. Available this August on CD or digital download. Okay. So I'm sure it'll be available in multiple places for digital download, but check out Big Finish Audio. Um, I am torn about this next one. I watched 13 Reasons Why. I thought it was a good idea. Like It, it got a little wonky in, in spots, um, but all in all, I, I thought it was a well-done show. I thought it was over. Yeah, this I haven't even seen this show, but like, are they gonna follow the story of another girl who killed herself? Apparently, like, they are going to follow the lives of the people from the first season after everything comes to light, and they're dealing with it now. So, I it I feel like they're going to ruin it because the, the crux of the show is. It's about the people that affected this girl and why she committed suicide. That is that is how it starts, and that's how it finishes. You find that shit out, episode one, and why they why they're trying to do it again, or you know, just it, it, don't don't bleed it dry. Let it let it be. It's you know it's based off of a young adult book, so there's not much left there. I don't well, know. I think it, it's it, been proven over history that anything that like gets a huge ton of buzz, they'll try to make more of, whether it's a good idea or not. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's coming. Thirteen reasons why season two. 13 more reasons why. 13 more. 26 reasons why. <laughs> In total. Um, so, yeah, watch for that. It's probably next year. Um, so, I didn't know that this show was still on television either. Once Upon a Time is still still going. It's, they're still kicking. That is yeah, shocking then, to me. Every now and then we'll be watching Agents of Shield and I'll see like a, a a commercial for Once Upon a Time and I'm like, wow, I still what the hell is even going on in this show? <laughs> Did what they get to the, the Smurf world yet? Because that's where they were heading. <laughs> it's I think I dude like what's her face uh, that that girl Swan she married Captain Hook in the most recent episode. So oh, good I mean, for them. 
I, I don't even know if that dumb kid's even on the show anymore. I have <laughs> I have no idea. Well, we and do I, I know just, that Jennifer Morrison is like the linchpin of that show. Yeah, she's the main character. <laughs> so she's she's, she's leaving. Castle leaving Castle. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. And they're gonna keep going. Um. So at the end of the sixth season. She is leaving, uh, you know, for her creative development and blah, blah, blah. Her contract's up. She's out. And she's decided not to renew, which, yes. which I don't is... know. I don't think I would either. And this article is presenting this as shocking news. And I'm like, really? Is it? I think it's more shocking that the show is still on still than on. the fact that she's <laughs> leaving it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, apparently shocking there's news. like, I mean, there's just this crazy, it's got, it's, very loyal oh. fan base. Yes, it they does. call themselves Oncers. Uh, uh, <laughs> just threw up in my mouth a little bit. <laughs> Better yeah. than throwing up in someone else's mouth. This is true. So yeah, <laughs> keep an eye out to see what the fuck they do next season without the no main thanks. character. <laughs> Speaking of shit, that really is an unne- is really really unnecessary. They're making a Psych the movie. Now, I enjoyed this show as an occasional watch. I didn't watch the entire seasons. I don't even know how long it's been on for or was on for or how long it's been off. But I know it's not current. And I have never heard someone, you know, hey, you know what I'd like to see? A psych movie. Really? Never. I mean, I've never heard anybody ask for a psych movie, but I've heard rumblings of, boy, I wish there was more psych. That show was great. So you got you got a bunch of psychos? Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, that's right. A group of fans of a show with a dumb name. <laughs> Apparently they're going to do a Christmas movie. The whole gang's getting back together. Um, they're doing it for USA. I'm going to assume it's on going to be on USA as like a two-hour holiday special. But I, I don't I, like. How long ago was the show on television? Like I need to find that out. <laughs> I because I feel it's been like ten years. What's the over under? Eh. Not sure. I care as long as Dule is getting work. I love that guy. <laughs> but he's That's... he's got work. He's um. Oh, What's he just, on? He okay. They just made him. Hold on. It's like the last line of the article. By the way, Dulé fans needn't wait until December to see his face again oh, in the USA. he's on suits. He's on suits. So, there you go. He's got work. Oh, so, now he's got more work. 2014, that, that show ended. So, okay. Keep an eye out for that. <sighs> if you must. If you... Uh, um, I got no problem with it. Fans, okay. of psych, fans of Psych can be psyched about it. Oh, I see what you're doing there, sir. And I don't approve. Um, Apparently, the MTV Movie Awards happened. Yes. I debated over throwing this article into the feed, and eventually the point that swayed me is that it's actually the MTV Movie and TV Awards. Okay, so So we'll allow it. it It's relevant. (laughs) I'll allow it. Um. Sometimes I see stories I want to post, and I'm like, I can't post that. And the only like logic is that it was on TV. They talked about it on TV. Like, yeah, but no, it has nothing to do with TV. But this actually does. This does. Um, okay, so Emma Watson, and is it Millie? Yes. Millie Bobby Brown won two awards. Now, granted, Emma Watson was in Beauty and the Beast. Millie Bobby Brown was 11. They both deserve acting awards. The big deal is is that this was the first time a gender-neutral award has been awarded. And both of these two young women won, which is great. I think I, I haven't seen Beauty and the Beast. I have. It, it was so great. Okay. Then that's, an, <laughs> that's enough for me. They're both excellent actors, and 
it is a big deal that they have made them gender neutral because separating them by gender it, it's it's they're doing the same job men women transgender whatever whomever they're doing the same job so they they should be graded against each other yeah what i liked well i liked what what that emma watson said about it she said uh to me, it indicates that acting is about the ability to put yourself in someone else's shoes, and that doesn't need to be separated into two different categories. Exactly. And she's 100% right. She is, but it the only drawback is that they get to give out fewer awards now. <laughs> well, aren't those things long enough as yeah. it is? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. How are they going to like go dramatically over on time? If More they, they musical the, numbers. It just, it all makes too much sense, and I, I'm not okay with it. It needs to be stupid. It makes me itchy. I'm uncomfortable. It um, is also um, worthy of note that the award was presented to Emma Watson by Asia Kate Dillon, who we talked about a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. um, as the uh, non non-binary gendered actor who uh, was allowed to submit herself for whatever category they wanted to. For the oh, Emmys. Cool. Oh, for the Emmys. It was for the Emmys. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so so she they they gave they gave uh, Asia Kate Dillon the the I guess honor of presenting this first gender gender neutral award, which I think is cool. Yeah, it's 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 showing forward thinking, which is always good. Um. Okay. There's a trailer online now um, for the next season of Orange is the New Black. Now, did we talk about it here where um, the the stuff got leaked? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I couldn't remember if we actually discussed that. Um, But this this trailer, because it's long, um, shows there's a completely different feeling now for this show like they're like they're going full out and it looks it looks good i've i've enjoyed the first four seasons of this show have as have have i okay um it's taken up right where the last season ended which was a very tense scene and it looks like it's just gonna get rougher from that point on it's like, hey, Daya, you want to make a really, really stupid decision? <laughs> yeah, and I mean, there's just there appears to be a lot of protest and, um, you know, I don't want to say rioting, although there is some rioting, but there, there's just a lot of, uh, you know, backlash against all the treatment that the inmates were receiving last season or so, um, which I think is really interesting in the light of the current political yeah. climate that we're in um but what i really want to know based off of this trailer is how what period of time how long of a period of time does season five cover mm. because uh, pretty much everything they showed um seemed to indicate that the inmates were in charge and they were you know making a bunch of decisions and demands and stuff and that the this prison staff wasn't really in control that's so I want to know how long that situation is being sustained in the prison without, you know, some sort of, you know, well, th- violent or otherwise resolution to it. The other seems the other seasons wrapped up quickly. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't like it was months and months and months. It was a couple of days. Yeah. So I'm just, you know, I'm just I'm just interested in, you know, it's not a good or a bad thing. It just has me wondering. I'm. I'm more and more and more excited to see this season, which June 9th is, <laughs> as we well know, really not that far away. It's only a month away t- as of today. <laughs> we'll be busy that day. <laughs> yes. Yes, we will. So uh, check out the trailer. Keep an eye out for for, you know, the, the series starting up again. June 9th on Netflix. Oh, <laughs> Okay, this next story tickled me so much. I had no idea this was happening because I really don't care about this woman. But Abby Lee Miller, 
oh, the the dance mom um, is going to jail for fraud. So that, that I'm happy that someone is being held. Someone of celebrity status is being held accountable for their actions. Especially this looks the, like a textbook case of fraud. He's a miss Family Guy. <laughs> I miss Good Family Guy. Yeah, there you go. She apparently claimed bank claimed bankruptcy while still having almost a million dollars worth of income. So, yeah, yeah. that's fraud. <laughs> so she's going to jail. Probably serves somewhere between nine to twelve months, and then. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, she there's there's also allegations against her and the way she treats the kids that are on her show. And I don't know how much substance there are to them because, you know, it's reality television and they can mm-hmm. edit it any way they want to. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, <laughs> they did manage to nail her on something that's le- legitimately, you know, <laughs> yeah. that, that's legitimately a crime. And whether or not she is actively as terrible as it, she appears to be on the show you know there's things you can do with editing but you cannot just like completely make up her yelling at kids right like that well, happens that, okay if she if okay if she was not happy with the way the show was presenting her she wouldn't have been doing it for this many years this is also true so this is the face that you want to present to people now you got to deal with the fact that nobody fucking likes you. Mm. <laughs> that's that's it. <laughs> this is very true. Um, so she's going away for a little bit. No, uh, no more, no more dance, mom. I guess I would assume. I just, I would hope. God, I, I can't imagine a pro- production company wanting to do a deal with her. At, but then again, you know that there's any press is good press, I suppose. So uh, I guess notoriety. Is uh, is as good as any other kind of fame. Yeah. God, I hate stupid people getting famous. All right, finally, from Hollywood Reporter, they released a teaser. That's the word I'm looking for for the new Inhumans show. Now, I you know there will be a link in the show notes. More importantly, in this article. It is not just not just the teaser, but there is a synopsis, a comic book based synopsis of all the proper Inhumans from the, from the comic books, because this is based off of theoretically the comic books Inhumans. So this gives you a, a slight background as to all the characters. Some we may see, some we may not. I don't know, but the tone of the teaser makes me feel okay. Like I I'm all right with the way they're presenting it. Not I'm not I was worried because you know, when it comes to television, mar- regular TV, Marvel hasn't had the greatest track uh, you know, the greatest run. Um granted Shield has gotten better and that's according to you guys and I take your opinions very seriously but I remember Bad Shield like really Bad Shield so that was really pretty much like the beginning of the first season right yeah yeah, yeah. And I think it's been pretty consistently at least solid ever since the the tone is ominous dark and that's what the Inhumans were they were a royal family there was a lot of infighting and it seems like that's what they're going to go with is this the show where that i saw some reactions to this week that like the costumes weren't looking so good yes 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 that picture that they showed off did make them look like uh some kind of low rent cosplay but uh i don't know how do you adapt a lot of these characters like how do you adapt freaking karnak like I'm so glad they didn't put a giant head on that guy. <laughs> That's that is true. Um, 
you know, Black Bolt is constantly mask covered. They wouldn't they wouldn't show that image as a promotional image. Um, biggest another big complaint was Medusa's hair looked like a fake wig. Medusa's hair is yes, just yeah. shy of sentient. Yeah, and like of course it looks like a like. What would that look like? It's not going to look like regular hair. It's it, but it looks like a cheap, shitty wig that they have on, and it's I'm true, sure it it's going to be covered in CGI. Yeah. So, like, I'm not going to. I'm not setting you know my opinion based off one <sighs> still image. Um, after seeing that, I got a little nervous. But then this eased my concerns a little bit. So that's good because I have almost no attachment to these characters at all. So I just I'm like seeing uh, comic book characters being portrayed properly. That's it. It doesn't. Did it, they show anything on Lockjaw yet? No. Mm-hmm. There's no images. This is just. This is well. There's an image. It's you know the tight like one of those moving graphics where they make the Inhumans okay, title look yeah. cool. But it's just audio, and it's them, you know, talking to each other. We're giving story beats, and I, it just, I was okay. I was like, all right, seems like they have the right idea. We'll see what they do with it from here. I feel like the Velociraptor and Runaways and Lockjaw and the Inhumans are going to be some big points of like, all right, if you pull this off, because they're both pretty important mm-hmm. things to their the overall character of what these stories are that they're adapting so they got to get those right and i agree uh, they're not easy to get right especially lockjaw no. that's not easy to get right that's a, he's a bulldog right he's yeah he's like a giant he's bulldog a, well, yeah but it's like it's a giant bulldog and he's got that tu- he has tuning, a tuning fork, fork on, his on his head too so yeah i wonder if they're gonna go that route hmm interesting <laughs> Who the heck knows? We'll see. We'll see. Um, the, the I don't know if we mentioned this before, but the series starts as a uh, I th- I think they're putting the first two episodes together on IMAX screens. Mm-hmm. So then it starts. The series starts after that on ABC. Um. Okay, so it says it this I guess it's this fall. Yep. It says part of the fall season, so there you go. Gonna have to go see something in the IMAX. I hope they re show them as on television. I don't wanna go to see an I I don't wanna go see a television show and pay twice as much to go see it on an IMAX screen. Hmm. Hmm. Oh sure they'll show it on T V. They're not gonna start a show and rely on everybody going out to see a movie first. That's just, that's not good planning. That would be silly planning. So. Mm-hmm. All right. That's all I got. We good, guys? You're good. You're good. Oh. I'm right. sleepy. Yeah, it's late. Feels later than it actually is. Mm. Chris. Ew. Got your spiel? I do. You can get in touch with us at mail at com as well as all flavors of social media that we inhabit. You can like us on Facebook with both the Geekade page and the This Week's Episode page. Find us on Instagram at Geekade. Subscribe to our YouTube and Twitch channels for all our latest video content and follow us on Twitter at the underscore Geekade or follow the show specifically at Twepcast. You can also find us individually on Twitter. I'm at Geekade Chris. That's Geekade K-R-I-S. Karen is at... Shoot underscore the underscore moon. And Evan is at? Geekade underscore Evan. If you're interested in more information about anything we discussed here tonight, be sure to check out our show notes. And while you're at it, you can also subscribe to this and any of our other wonderful podcasts on iTunes or Stitcher, where if you're super nice, you can leave us a review, because any and all feedback is welcome and appreciated. Again, always remember to keep your eyes on geekade.com, where we post something new so frequently you'd think it's every single day. Back to you, Evan. (laughs) Thank you so much, Chris. All right. Karen. Yes, indeedy. It's your turn. Well, if you didn't see this coming, you don't know me very well. Uh, I'd like to spend next week talking about the premiere episode of the Stars series American Gods. Uh, Okay. Have you seen it? I haven't, but I'm really excited to see it. Okay. I've heard it's so good. (laughs) 
I've heard I'm, very. I'm using heard, my very excited <laughs> voice. That's how you can tell I'm sure I'm you're scrunching. Excited. You're scrunching I, I, in a way. <laughs> I actually am. <laughs> I've heard very good things about it as well. So. And did you just read the book? Recently? I'm in the process of reading the book. Ah. So. Well, I'm sure the first episode will not spoil more oh. further past where you've read. No, it won't. And I don't. I. I mean. And you I, I, I'm one of those weirdos that doesn't give a shit about spoilers. <laughs> so, all right, guys, that's it. Another episode in the can. From all of us here, this week's episode, I'm Evan. I'm Karen. Danger Zone! <laughs> if he didn't do it, I was going to. <laughs> Good night! Lana! Lana! <laughs> What? <laughs> Dangerous <Danger zone. zone. laughs> And this concludes our broadcast day.